Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Who says that? Uh, I don't know. Mini Pearl. Ooh, uh, dog. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, around the room. What's up, Eddie? You're first. We're moving. We're shaking. Eddie, go. Guys, I think I burned the top of my mouth, like the roof of my mouth, with mouthwash. So my wife brought home some mouthwash, and I was like, okay, let me give it a shot. And like, I'm burned. It hurts, like the top, the roof of my mouth. I wonder if you're allergic to something in it, because... My wife has has some weird allergy stuff with food that she's never been allergic to. That now it's all of a sudden, she's like allergic to it. Like weird allergies as an adult coming, and she says it feels like her mouth's burning too with certain things. Yeah, see, so when I was younger, I would get big red bubble gum and the, like cinnamon bubble gum, and it would just my skin in my mouth would start peeling. So I knew I couldn't eat that. Do you stuff. think you're allergic, or do you think the mouthwash isn't actually mouthwash, and you've somehow gargled <laughs> with? Gasoline. Acid. Interesting. Yeah. Hydrogen peroxide. I think it's just the mouthwash. Something like an ingredient in there that's like messing with my mouth. All mouthwashes? Just this one. I've used other mouthwash. Mm. But this one, no, I'm telling and it hurts so bad. It's been like this for two days. How long did you keep it in? Two minutes. That's longer than I pee. That's too it long. Is? That's the problem. You're only supposed to do 30 that, seconds, yeah. man. Oh. Yeah. Because I put it in my mouth, and then I went to the bathroom. Well, that makes sense. And then like, Problem I solved. did a couple other things, and then I spit it out. No, no, no. But still, then it shouldn't burn your mouth like that, that's honestly. That's what I'm saying. You shouldn't keep it in for two minutes. Okay. But you, do it for like 45 seconds and get back to us. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, lunchbox, you're up. Oh, my goodness. USA Today crosswords. What is your problem? Who do you think you are? All of a sudden, you're going to start charging me for crosswords. Like, it was free, and all of a sudden I go back, and now they want money for me to do their crosswords. Daily or like a monthly subscription? It's like a monthly subscription. So subscribe to the paper. And I can do the crosswords, but forever, it's been free. Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, you're out of free ones. Would you like to pay for this service? <laughs> oh, you only get so many free ones. I guess so, and I'm out of free ones. So, uh, USA Today. Start a you- new account with email, with a different email. 
No, I don't use an account. I just go to their website. But they must have given him like 200 free ones because he's been doing crossword puzzles forever. <laughs> for every artist, yes. apparently, in this show's yes. history. <laughs> and yes. so now they want money for it. I'm like, where do you get off asking me for money? After- well, they're creating something. And you are entertained by it. Yeah. So it's not where they get off. They actually are providing a service it's that a you enjoy. Yeah. yeah, and the way you operate, just write it off. Yeah, but how, what much, happened? how much do they want? Oh, I got to look. It's like. It didn't matter. You were going to say no anyway? Yeah. Okay. And then I looked at the New York Times, and they got one, but it's $40 a year. Yeah, you won't be able to handle that crossword puzzle, buddy. <laughs> you, should, you should stick with Clifford the Big Red Dogs over there. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an easy one. Okay. I saw it earlier. It's yeah. like three down. The opposite of dry. Wet. Well, <laughs> three letters. Let me go backward. There's a T. There's an E in yeah. it. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to tell you. Very frustrating. Maybe for Christmas someone will get you oh, a, a subscription for a year. Good oh, no, idea. a subscription. A book? <laughs> yeah, one of those books. Yes. All right, Amy, you're up. Well, dreams do come true. I came across an email that I sent to you, Bobby, in 2017. I was searching for something else in my Gmail, and I just happened to come across this, and it it's me telling you about my pipe dream to be in a Hallmark Christmas movie. 2017. How did that come up in an email? Well, I think I was, it was Christmas time. It must have been Christmas season of 2017. So, you know, we were show prep. I was sending an email to you about it. Like, hey, I have a new goal. Oh, it's a goal. Got it. And I said, it's likely a pipe dream, but these movies are amazing and I need to be in one. Wow. And then I said, all I need is a cameo, like maybe even to be an extra, but it's definitely a goal. And then I said to you, I was like, it's a little dream for me, but it's totally possible for you. And look at me, I didn't even get in one. No, wow. Amy did. But Amy I did. did. Look at her, wow. look at her. Amy. Hey, so what's happening though since then? Because I know you wanted to start acting. Yeah, well, I'm still doing acting lessons. Have you auditioned for anything? Not yet, but it's still the first quarter of the year. We're good. I feel Oh, second okay. quarter of the year when it really comes down? <laughs> that's when, it, that's when the doors open. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So still working on it and trying to just build my confidence. All right. Yeah, what well, about you? Not audition for crap. All right, thank you for asking. <laughs> All right. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, Stanley is recovering from a torn ACL again. That makes his hospital visits easily more than 10. Bobby Bones. Thank you very Whoa. much. So doing this show today, obviously, as we normally do, I appreciate you listening. But after the show today, I'll be filling in. For Rich Eisen, who growing up was one of my favorite sports center anchors. He has a sports TV show and a sports radio show. So I'm doing that from 9 to noon Pacific. Right? 9 to noon we, We're Pacific. now talking in hour 1, 2, and 3 because I got oh, too many boy. time zones of too many shows. That's later for us. But not Yes, it's yeah. 11 Central after we get off this show. Dreams do come true. Why? For you. Did you, you write that a long this? time ago? Uh-uh. I just said yes. <laughs> hey. I would love to. That's still, what I said. Still cool. So, but here's what we're doing. So I'm doing that today, and I hope you listen. I'm doing two days. But they said, hey, who do you want to interview on the show? And so Mike D. and I are both out here doing this. And so we just got really selfish with our list. Do you want to hear who we submitted to yeah. interview? Magic Johnson, Jimmy Kimmel, John Mayer, okay, Michael guys. B. Jordan. What? Guys, that's, that's like AAA-listers. But that's what. But they said, who do you want to interview? <laughs> Magic right. Johnson. Pedro Pascal from Last of Us and Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Michael Shannon from George and Tammy. And Craig Kilborn, who was another one of my favorite sports center guys, who did The Daily Show, who did it late night on CBS. And Craig Kilborn's on today. He's coming to the studio. That's awesome. Never met him before. Face-to-face? Face-to-face, yeah. Yeah, because you've done Zoom with him, right? And I did his podcast. And I was like, yeah, you want to talk to me? That's cool. But we went hard. Kilborn, Magic Johnson, Jimmy Kimmel, John Mayer, Pedro Pascal, Michael B. Jordan, Michael Shannon. I mean, okay. Guys. No idea if we're going to get... Michael Jordan. Oh, and, and they were like, what football team? And so Mike is a big Dallas Cowboys fan. So we have Darren Woodson coming on, too. What? Yeah. That's awesome. So we gone, we've gone totally selfish. Dang, guys. Yeah. Just go for Tom Hanks next. 
Well, we don't really care that much about Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's you. <laughs> yeah, that's you, buddy. All right. If you were coming with us, you were here. You could do it, you know? It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I just broke up with my boyfriend of four years. It's been rough to say the least, but what I've been having trouble with now is I find it hard to listen to your show. We bonded over the show when we first met. We've seen you several times in concert and have listened to countless hours of the podcast together on road trips. As I get through this breakup, I find it hard to listen to your show because it reminds me of him. I hear segments and immediately want to text him because we used to do that and I can't anymore like I used to. I wanted to see if you had any advice on how to get through a breakup. Should I take a break from listening to your show? Signed, Broken Hearted B-Teamer. The answer is no. Actually, it's been proven with doctors that this show makes him a worse person. Mm -hmm. Lots of research. The more you listen, the the worse he gets and easier it is to get over it. Because he's actually terrible. He's terrible. Terrible dude. If he's listening, by the way, hey, bro, keep listening because she sucked. You know? Um, Yeah. (laughs) You guys weren't made for each other. That's – I understand not being totally invested in something if you guys did it together. And the best thing for a breakup, just general advice, is time. That's it. Time and limiting limiting your crazy. Yeah, I was going to say take a break for a little bit. No, not from no, the show. No, not from say this. That. No, I'm saying, me? It, well, no, listen to more. It's exposure <laughs> yeah. therapy. Go it back. It works and, both ways. Absolutely. <laughs> it's hair of the dog is yep. what I say. This is hair of the dog mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And so to get over a breakup, it's just time and not. Here's the journal of medicine. I found it. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, d- 3-9. Dash 69. <laughs> Listen to your favorite radio show or podcast daily to get over a breakup. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I didn't just say it. The Journal of Medicine says it too. And I'm a doctor, so I get it for free. I don't even have to subscribe. Wow, really? That's cool, that's cool man. Yeah, all, all doctors get it free. Listen, here's the thing that's going to help you. It's not listen to the show or not listen to the show. It's just time. And again, limiting your crazy, meaning don't send off a message at 11 p.m. because you're sad. Be like, I just want to know if we want. No. No. Limit, limit your crazy. When you feel crazy, just get off everything, and it'll pass. And then you're like, well, I'm glad I didn't do that because that would have been crazy. Those two things, you will get over the relationship. Three things. One, time. Two, limit your crazy. Three, more Bobby Bones show. And that's all in the medical journal? Um, (laughs) 3-69. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's now time for the Employee of the Month Award, where if you win, you spin the wheel for cash. Come on! So, Eddie won last month, reigning Employee of the Month. Pretty cool. Good job, buddy. Yes. Thank you. And we got big news. Lunchbox is back in. After being gone for three months. Suspended for three months, he's Uh back in the race for Employee of the Month. So when I come to you, just say why you think you should be Employee of the Month, and I'll tell you if you're in or out. You know what? Let's go to you first, Lunchbox. Employee of the Month. Why do you think you should be Employee of the Month this month? I dominated this month. Without me, there would be no show this month. I took my wife out to dinner to celebrate this award last week before the Million Dollar Show. At a client dinner, got a free meal. It was so romantic. I taught you how to Valentine's like a boss. I taught you guys about the stock market. We invested money. We're making money on the stock market. And I said, hey, can we take a picture with a celeb at school functions? Everything the most talked about segments on the show this month right, have it, been huh? me. That's it. Wrap and when I win, wrap, wrap. Lunchbox, you are I will, still in. I will block someone. Hey, still, oh, oh, he's calling a shot right now. I like what? it. If you win, your your prize is going to be eliminating someone. Blocked for three months. Get ready. Who will it be? Not saying. I'll just say they sit next to me. Okay. Amy? Okay. No. You're still in it. Eddie, 
Come on. Reigning champ, why should you be employee of the month? This is easy. The month of February has been one of the biggest months of my career. I started the month caddying for my best friend Bobby Bones at Pebble Beach. Though we didn't play, we had lots of stories to bring back for the show. <laughs> and Bobby and I also played the Million Dollar Show where our listeners raised a lot of money for St. Jude. It was awesome. Also, if you've been to the Bobby Bones Show Instagram and TikTok page, I suggest you do it right now because I'm making some videos. They're really good. The videos are awesome. Well... I felt, I felt a little pandering there, like to me, yeah, that best was like, friend in St. Jude. Well, there, was some, there was some definitely pan- You did all that. Yeah, none of it was made up. definitely some pandering nah. to it. So I'm gonna, it's not you, Eddie. You're not going to repeat as champion. Oh, my God. We been eliminated, that. yeah. But, hey, heck of a month. Thank you, dude. It's awesome. Amy? Okay. You tell me when. Go. Oh, okay. Vulnerable <laughs> stories like crying over sour cream, seeing an energy healer, and my crazy reaction when Stashira pierced her ears. I had tips like how long to pee, pets are a tax write-off, and Kool-Aid in toilets. Fun questions like which pill would you take? And I called Lunchbox out for his shadiness. I saw you say to click the button. Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what you were saying. You no, mumbled at some point that, that it was just like, I know Barb- I looked and I was like, Ray, are you hearing her? I'm like another glitch. I was like, are my ears drunk? Wait, what? A, how did I mess that up? Uh, some words. Oh, bu- hey, buzzer anyway. 16, yeah, buzzer. 15 yeah. seconds. I'm sorry, Amy. It's Wait, not going to be you. What? All of that? Mm-hmm. Hey. I had more. Morgan. <laughs> Why should you be employee of the month, Morgan? I feel like I should be employee of the month because not only did my bagel bit go off on social media, but I've been competing in easy trivia and people are proud of me. Our social media has been popping (laughs) off, including my effort to grow our TikTok, and we broke over 100,000 yeah, okay, and that thing okay. growing in your throat. Yeah. Hey, oh, God. Leave me alone. That was rude. Okay. Goodness. You're out. No, I'm not out. No, you're out. In. Oh, Morgan. You're, you're. Yeah. <laughs> good month, though. Good hey, month. I'm going through your throat now. There's only two other people rude. that could be in it. Ray, you're oh, up. Thanks. Why should you be employee of the month? Me and Abby got everybody tickets to the Preds this month. It was a fun event. I spearheaded getting the printer fixed. I told you guys Garth's <laughs> Bar is opening this summer. And I hosted games so Bobby could play. Oh, nice. Yeah! A- anything else? You have time, Ray. Wow. <laughs> Ray, it, huh? you're still in. Yeah! <laughs> he got the printer fixed. No, like he that. really did. He spearheaded it. He did it. Yes, Abby, last one. It could be you. You could be employee no. of the month. You could win cash. Abby, go. Okay, I think I should win because I was given an awesome opportunity from Ray, shout out, to sing the national anthem at the hockey game, and I spent hours preparing and trying to improve so that I could sound my best and represent the show in a positive way, and I did all of this with a smile despite people doubting me. Uh, so hopefully I made all of you in America proud. You did Plus, make us all proud, oh, by the way. And yeah. I didn't mess up the words. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Thank proud. you. So she only did one thing? <laughs> no, no, she, she did, did a lot. Thing. She only had 15 seconds. And okay. she took yeah. a week off. But Abby, you did. Uh, you did have a week off. He did. It's a great point. <laughs> I work from home, though. <laughs> Still, you got the cove, you know? The cove. You got the cove. Abby, it's not going to be you this <laughs> month. Let's go. Let's go. The it's block, down to two. It's the block down, is ready, baby. It's down to Ray and Lunchbox. So I have written down who it is. I'm not going to change my mind. Oh, man. I, I mean, you want me to go over more of the bits? Who would you vote for, Amy, of those two? Yes. Employee of the month. Did Lunchbox already do his? Uh-huh. Yeah, he did his. Gosh, oh, I got I mean, there were so many segments that I... Oh, yeah. He said he took his wife to dinner. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess... I guess I would... I feel like uh, Ray works so hard on things that we don't really hear about. So and you vote for Ray because of you don't know. Guys, you all don't realize how important the printer was. He spear, <laughs> spearheaded that. It's a big deal. Right. 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 He spearheaded yeah, it. Okay. Right. It's Ray. Oh, my gosh. The winner of Employee of the Month. 
for the month of February, which is last month. Ah, he's back! Is... Raymundo. Woo! Here we go. So stupid. He shared the story of his wife having an ambulance. <gasps> Went on for like two days Good and one. how much it cost. And the weirdly, even angrily worded email he sent to the restaurant. <laughs> he was like, you gave her food poisoning. Turns out that wasn't the case. He brought us a country music secret about artists who have knife fights. Oh, hilarious. Oh, that's He's true. hosted games. I mean, when he asked Eddie, when was it over for you? Talking about Eddie leaving Sore Losers. That like, was a funny one. Hilarious. Line. Post show. So we're now we're zeroing in on he one got, lines that he says. Yeah, I mean, that was wow. a funny, funny one though. He yeah, got Abby the job singing at the Preds game. True. So well, Raymundo, you are the employee of the month. Wow. Yeah! And he spearheaded the, the printer. printer. <laughs> That's a big one. Yes, it is. Now, Ray, since you won, you get to pick. Would you like to spin the wheel of cash? Would you like to block someone? Or would you like self-promotion? I've decided I'm going to spin. That wheel! Come on! There's up to there's $100 on here. And that'll be printed at that printer right over there. <gasps> spin again times three. Oh, my God. Wow. Spin again times three. Yeah! You might okay. get $3 here. Ray. <laughs> All right. Spin again times three. Let's do it. Whatever this lands on, that's the amount of money you're getting. Okay. Please don't land on 100 <laughs> I have to pay that out myself. I think our listeners think the show gives us money oh, for this man. crap. No, it's me. Let's spin that wheel! Three hundo, baby. I hope he's got to cover the ambulance bill. That's true. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh no. So, Ray, you got $3. Nice job, buddy. Thank right, you. Our employee of the month, Ray Mundo! Yeah! Yeah! It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. I want to grab Misty, who's on the phone right now, for a little Tell Me Something Good action. Hey, Misty, what's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Tell us your story. My daughter's 10 years old. She was born at 34 weeks premature. She was um, in Arkansas Children's Hospital for months on end, wound up in Rochester, Minnesota at Mayo Clinic because at two years old, the doctors at Children's told me, take her home, love her. There's nothing else we can do for her. We've had a multi-million dollar workup. We do not know what's wrong with her. She's not gaining weight. She's not living. She was living on a feeding tube to keep her alive. So we end up in Mayo Clinic. Um, they diagnosed her with a mitochondrial disease. They said her body can't recharge itself. So it's mm. like when she gets depleted, she's not like the rest of us that can go take a nap and then um, get energy back. So right. needless to say, her body doesn't work. Fast forward, she's 10 years old. We put her into competitive cheerleading for the last five years at Arkansas Cheer Academy in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Shout out. We have gotten the prestigious bid of going to the all-star cheerleading world in Orlando, Florida. And we will go in May and compete against some of the top teams in the whole United States. So it's just like a God thing that she's here, she's with us, she's striving, and we're actually like, you know, we see a huge turnaround for her and it's all amazing well that is awesome news that she was able to get out of the hospital and yeah. live and, and have some fulfillment in her life but now that she's doing like what amazing miracle, things yeah. athletically Come on. that is great that is a, that's it right Woo-hoo. there nice job. thank you for the call misty we appreciate that good luck to you guys let us know how it goes and that is what it's all about that was tell me something good <laughs> 
Well, it's a high school basketball game, and a coach lost his temper. He jumped in the bleachers to fight a spectator. Mm, I saw the video. Uh -oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy. Not a good look. It looks like it's in another country. And I mean, it, and he's people old, that man. act like that. Yeah. He's old, man. I'm like, what yeah. are you doing, coach? Richland's High School's Coach of the Year. <laughs> coach of the Year. Yeah. Was caught jumping over chairs and launching toward a man who appeared to be yelling things at him. Mm. But that's what people in the crowd do. Yeah, spectators. That's what they do. They yell things. And then some, you have to get somebody to shut him up. You can't do that as the coach. <laughs> but they lost 54-51. The confrontation was caught by another spectator. But you know everybody had their phone out, though. Like, the, this may be the one you're looking at. But as soon as that coach goes diving in, everybody's phone's up trying to get that. And so that's it. Footage of the fight shows him grab the guy and point at others. Like, yeah, you can't hear it. Wonderful. You can hear it. But, like, he goes up, and he's a bigger dude, gray hair. Oh, the guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the coach. And it looks yep. like he kind of grabs him by the neck or collar. I don't know. He kind of shakes him. Like, like, like a blue button-up. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, looks good. Look, good coaching night. <laughs> goes into the crowd and goes at him. I just wonder what he said. Because he already had must have been triggered by the game. Something happened in there. Yeah, them losing. Maybe. What did the spectator say? He's critiquing his coaching, I'm sure. Uh, oh, I mean, call. he grabs him by the... You know how you grab him by the collar and you, like, shake him? Yeah. That's what he's doing. The guy's way younger than he is. And, that, and bigger. He's lucky that dude just pop up. <laughs> yeah, I know. The spectator was big. I wonder what he said, though. Dang. So, Eddie almost got kicked out of a nine-year-old basketball game. This is my son's basketball game, Amy. Because okay. he was fighting with the ref at a nine-year-old game. I was not fighting You're with the ref. You're turning into that guy, huh? I wasn't fighting with the ref. His I story just... is he said one thing and the ref freaked out. But you don't just say one thing and the ref freaks out. I don't believe the story. Yeah, you remember because... how a couple weeks ago his wife was like, Eddie, you need to quit yelling so much? Exactly. And now the ref, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm starting to see a trend here. Guys, I promise. I promise on my kids I was not oh. yelling the whole time. What did the ref say to you? Specific, like He blew his whistle at me and said, Shh. no, sir, no. I don't want to hear from you. If I hear from you one more time, you're kick, You're getting kicked out. You're out of here. And that was the first time that he that heard from you. That was the only time I said anything. I yeah. feel like they go, I don't know if they actually have physical physical yellow cards, but I feel like a ref is like, okay, yellow card, yellow card, Soccer and then red. Do. Like, he's exactly. not just going to kick you out. Well, for he got a yellow card. That's what he got. Oh, he got the yellow. Well, yeah, okay. he said, it was a warning. One yeah. more time and I'm out, okay. he said. He said, one more time. Mm -hmm. What did you say to him, man? I just said, he wasn't calling penalties, so finally after the sixth time, I said, you could have called that six times ago, ref. Mm -hmm. That's See, all I said. I hear you. You're angry. Your team wasn't playing well. We were so, down by like 10 points. We had Coach Bruce Weber on, who went to the national championship game. Lost to North Carolina, but made it to the Final Four, made the national championship game, won like 500 games almost as a head coach. And we were talking to him about this because he's done it at the highest level. Here's a clip of us bringing up Eddie's nine-year-old almost getting kicked out of a game mm. with a real-life, majorly successful he knows what's up. college basketball coach. He almost got thrown out of a nine-year-old basketball mm -hmm. game, coach. Nine-year-old. It's my son's team, coach. The ref said, if you Eddie, say... Eddie, you got to chill. Yes. <laughs> well, you need officials. Yes, go. Coach, let me ask you a question, though. So so I yelled. I never yelled. This was probably our 10th game. I never yelled at the refs, but they weren't calling anything. So I, I, I got frustrated, and I yelled at him, and he blew the whistle. He said, one more comment from you, and you're out of here. And I looked at my assistant, and I said... Do you think I should get kicked out? Like, we're down 10 points. We got about seven minutes left. Do you think this will energize the boys if I purposely get kicked out? Do you think that works, Coach? I think sometimes a technical can really, you know, get the players. You feel like they feel like you have their back. But if you do it too much, now the the officials who we need in the game. And, you know, one of the biggest crises in sports right now 
is getting umpires and getting officials because one, young people, you know, I, I don't know if they don't see the value to get young guys in it, but also in young ladies, uh, they don't want to deal with people like you, Eddie. So they don't, why should I do this for 12 bucks an hour? And then this guy's going to yell at me who doesn't know anything. So yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> for nine-year-olds. Do you think they're going to galvanize and be like, let's go win this for dad? He has a good point. Yeah. That's funny. So yeah, yeah. glad you didn't get kicked out. Me too. Thanks to Coach Weber. Because that's like a real deal. Like he won a gold medal. He won coach of the year nationally, conference coach of the year, national championship game. And he's like, Eddie, stop being a loser. Man, I wish I could go back in time and get kicked out, though, for the me boys. Me too. That's what I told Eddie. I was like, dude, you got so close. You, you, you hand your phone over to kickoff Kevin and go record me. I'm about to get kicked out. And then you leave gracefully. I'll do that next season. Next nah, time. don't do it. It's a bad example. Okay. Yes. Bad, bad example. Bad example. Luke Combs turns 33 years old today. And so his first song ever, it was a massive hit, was Hurricane. Number two was When It Rains It Pours. One number away right after that. He's got so many. I'm not going to do this all day. But here's what we're going to do. First, we're going to say happy birthday to Luke Combs. 33 years old from Charlotte, North Carolina. Luke, happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, Luke. There you go. There you go. These are the five things that we've learned about Luke Combs from him either coming in here or me sitting with him for hours and hours, just like squeezing him for stuff. Even before he got super famous. Number five, he was once victim of a credit card scam. You know, scam alert, scam alert. He shared a story about how someone skimmed his credit card to me in New York City and then went and bought shoes. I went to the Nike store in New York City, and then I went to the Adidas store. And my business manager was like, hey, did you just buy $600 worth of shoes at the Nike store and then $600 worth of shoes at the Adidas store? And I didn't. I didn't buy anything at the stores. But someone in the store had skimmed my wallet while I was in there. They can magnetize it without even touching it now. They can just... I'd never heard of that. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Number four, he was so nervous to play Beautiful Crazy for his wife, Nicole. They were still dating at the time. And he said the song that his worry was it would creep her out because it was so, like, intense. intense. Yeah. Here you go. Man, what if she thinks I'm just a total creep? Like, you know, because it was like, I mean, we're hanging out. We were hanging out a good amount at that time. But it was still like, man, it was such a risk in my mind, like, to play her that. But, no, she loved it. And, I mean, she obviously loves that tune. Because she wouldn't be with him now. Yeah. Because if it would have been creepy, that'd just been a story about a girl he used to date. <laughs> Number three, Luke Combs explained why he put his money into coffee cans. Luke would take cash bonuses from his concerts and just put the money in bank bags in his apartment. And so that's where the money was coming from was the, these sellout bonuses on these club shows. I remember getting to thinking I had like five or $6,000 in my apartment, you know? And I was like, man, like somebody could just walk in here and like take this. So I had like a Folgers can. And instead of putting just the money in there, I put it in the bank bag and then rolled the bank bag up and put it in there. It was back like behind my microwave on my counter. That had been a gold mine if somebody would have just been robbing his place and then <laughs> yeah. found all that cash. Uh -huh. Number two, he played rugby in college and he performed in an acapella group and he did not have luck with the ladies then. In college, man, I, I hung out. I drank with my buddies. I didn't go to class a lot. I played rugby. I sang in an acapella group my, my first year and a half of school. A big time for me of like, okay, how do you be 300 pounds and get a girlfriend? That was what I spent most of my time trying to figure out. Did you have girls in college? No, no. I was definitely not a ladies man. And then finally, he was rejected for the first time when he went to audition at a record label. He talked about a meeting that he'd have with a label after he moved here. And they said, hey, you're not going to make it as an artist. Oh. 
this person was like, well, play me three songs. So I played Hurricane, When It Rains, and One Number Away, which were my first three number ones. And they were like, okay, here's the deal. You got to get better at songwriting. You got to write better songs. <laughs> and you're never going to be an artist. So that's it. Wow, I love that. Crazy. That is so good. They were like, you got to get better at writing songs even to be a songwriter, and you'll never be an artist. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear this whole hour up on the Bobbycast. It's Luke Combs and I just sitting with each other talking about it. Here's Becca from Oklahoma. Bobby, I just finished the Reba Bobbycast, and I could listen to her all day, but I could also listen to you all day because your interviewing is just brilliant. Love it. Love you guys on the show. Have a great day. It makes my job easier when somebody comes in with just killer stories and is so generous to share them. I didn't do anything with Reba. There was no brilliance for me. I was like, hi, Reba. Will you talk? <laughs> and then she crushes it for an hour. But it's up. Go check out the Bobbycast. It's Reba and myself for an hour. Just some fantastic stories. This is Jose from Missouri. Been listening to your show since 2014 when you helped launch the song Buy Me a Boat. I got to tell you, it meant a lot to me. I was going through some emotional changes. I went around uh, basically whistling and singing parts of that song and that's what helped me get back to my normal. I actually ended up in a uh, psych ward for a few days. Long story, but I'll keep it short right there. All right. Take care, guys. Everything is phenomenal now mentally, and you guys are an intricate part of my morning. A couple things, Jose. Thank you. It's very awesome. sweet of you to say. Glad you're healthy. Rocking. And then the, the final part is, like, you ended the story, like, right when it was really well, good. Yeah, he's going to leave it you're there. You're like, you know, I'm going I'm to leave it there for you guys. I'm going to hold <laughs> off. You don't want to hear it. No, 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 no. You can give us more. You took us right to the edge. I pictured that he bought a boat. Yeah, that's what I oh, thought. That's what man, I he's so healthy. Yeah. <laughs> he can yes, that's what I see. Oh, come on. Jose, that's awesome, dude. Thank you for sharing that with us. Call us. Leave a voicemail if you'd like. 877-77-BOBBY. Boom. Nailed it. The Bobby Bone Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So let's say you need to cancel plans for the night of. How late can you wait to do it? Well, it depends how serious it is. I just had a stroke. Okay. Well. It could be 30 <laughs> seconds before you leave the house. That's a good one. If it's something that you knew was coming, you probably, if it's a dinner, you probably need to do it before the, like, 3 o'clock. That's the late latest. Well, you're you're close. New York Magazine did this No, you didn't whole... say it was a, a real thing. Oh, it is a real thing. Like no, if you... that's somebody's opinion. It's like, she's like, you're close to being right. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. Okay, go ahead. Well, they found in a poll and like different research that 2 p.m. was the ideal time to let someone know that you're canceling plans. So don't put it off till after that. Mm -hmm. They say the only caveat is if they're cooking dinner for you, then try to give them a 24-hour heads up because there's a lot of planning that goes into that. I hear you can't control stroke, though. I, no, 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 the stroke. You yeah. know what I mean. I if it's just like you realize you're overwhelmed and you probably shouldn't do anything that night or you just need to chill, that's No, no, I mean. don't cancel on me if you just need to chill. Like, what? you knew if you're sick or your kid's sick or there's been an accident. Like, if you're like, I just need to chill. Don't. <laughs> I, I made a whole plan. Don't cancel because you just need to chill. Wait, but what if you do need, like... You better, you know, you need to make it stroke, is what I'd say. <laughs> I'd say stroke. I'd go with stroke. Okay, what else? Okay, this story is crazy. This family, they rescued this dog, and they thought, oh, look at this cute little Tibetan Mastiff. Oh, no, I bet it's a wolf or a killer or something, isn't it? Well, they brought it home from vacation. Oh. They started raising it. No. They noticed... His appetite was huge. They noticed a full moon. <laughs> he went crazy. He would, go, yeah, he would disappear for hours with blood all over him. Go ahead. And that type of dog can get up to 180 pounds. So they're like, oh, okay, no. this is this is all seeming pretty pretty normal. 
until you know the puppy started getting a little older and he started walking on his hind legs. <laughs> it was a bear. <laughs> a bear? Oh, that's even crazier than I thought it was going to be. I'm looking at a picture of it. This looks like a dog. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. It looks like a bear and a dog did it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They, they yeah. never take yeah. it to the vet. <laughs> like, Dude, it looks like a I'm telling you, even if I was a vet, well, I don't know. I've never been specially trained. <laughs> but I'm saying it looks like a dog. Apparently, whatever type of black bear this is, it, it's it's endangered. So the And bear, it walks on fours as well. Like, it, right. everything about this thing looks like a big husky dog. Except for the part it's trying to catch a salmon. Why is there a dog <laughs> in the river? <laughs> Hey, boo boo. Uh, yeah, that's a crazy so, one, man. Yeah, the dog now gets to identify as a bear. And Wait. Is well, no, it's a bear. Yeah, yeah. I know, but it was being told it was a dog. No, it's a bear. <laughs> the bear gets to be who he wants to be, and now he's happy in like some new bear home. Hey, I, I'll sign up for that, too. But just remember, it's a bear, and they're strong. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, the bear can say whatever it wants, but if the bear goes bear... You'll go human, and human don't win. <laughs> That's crazy. It looks like a dog. All right, what else? Luke Combs says he wrote a song called Joe for people who don't drink alcohol because he wanted uh, those people to have a song that they could sing at the top of their lungs at a show and so that they don't feel forgotten because he knows that in country music there's a lot of songs about drinking and partying, and he he's one of those people, he admits, but he wanted a song for those people too. So here's a clip of Joe. Got a couple good buddies that I'll stop in Say it's good to see brother man hack band I can't complain, I'm doing alright Sleeping pretty good, staying dry It's gonna be on his, uh... Is it about sobriety? Is it about sobriety? No, it just is, general, it's just about not about like me. drinking. Like, I don't feel like there's a big pat... Just about a guy named Joe? I mean, well, that no. line sounded like it was sobriety because it said staying dry. Right, and like getting they're... good sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's about sobriety, like, you don't drink anymore... Like, I don't drink. I've never drank, but I don't deserve a song. I'll be honest with you. Mm. Unless you're going to call it, like, Virgin. Wait, wait, wait. Well, like, Virgin oh, and drink. drinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I had mean, my virgin last night. <laughs> That's how it starts. You're the a smaller group of that sober people. Uh, let me read this. So, some battles are fought on foreign shores. Some are fought behind closed doors. Some fall from grace. Some lose their wings. Some find the peace salvation brings. I got to think, though, this is about... Sobriety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not okay. In a d- addiction. That's what I'd have. <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Isola Fiddick, she's a kindergartner from Seattle, and she's been fighting a rare form of cancer for a couple of years now. But she loves the hockey team in Seattle, the Seattle Kraken. And so she was feeling good one day, and the doctor's like, you can go to this event. It's NHL Hockey Supports Cancer event. And she met her favorite player, Morgan Geeky. She talked to Geeky. She made such an impression that Geeky went to Instagram and said, you know what? I'm going to help you whatever you need. You need a transplant? I'm going to get people to help you. So here's a clip of her dad talking about how cool Morgan was and what Morgan did on Instagram. She would watch them in the hospital, and she would tell the nurses when they came in. She'd be giving them play-by-play of what was happening in the game. My friend Azola needs your guys' help. Her cancer recently came back, and she's in need of a uh, bone marrow transplant. Please spread the word, and and you can register at bethematch.org. That's cool that Morgan got to do that. Yeah, and so have they found a match yet? Not yet, Or is no. this story so new that they're still looking? It's pretty new, and they say it's a stem cell transplant, so that's what they're looking for. And also, bethematch.org. You could probably go to that site yeah. for generally doing a lot of this for a lot of different people. 
Okay, that's a good one. Nice job, dude. Thank Ge- you, geeky. Not you, him. Oh, oh, oh. You did a fine oh, job. I was like, thank you. I but thought geeky I told did that a story great job. Good. <laughs> yeah, you both. Okay. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.